This is Women of Grace Live, discussing issues important to your life and faith. Spiritual insight, practical wisdom. Join us as we transform the world one woman at a time. Women of Grace, for such a time as this. Now, here's your host, Johnette Williams. Well, good morning, everyone, and welcome to Women of Grace Live. I am Johnette Williams, and I am thrilled to be with you today. I surely am. I'm looking forward to hearing from you right here on Women of Grace Live, where we love to have that holy conversation with you. Let's start off with those numbers then today. And this is a toll-free one for you if you are here in North America. It's 833-288-EWTN. That's 833 833- Two eight eight three nine eight six. Simply use that number and join us today so that we can see what's going on in your world. It is Friday, and you know what Friday is on Women of Grace Day? It's Glory to God Day. This is the day that we give glory to God for the blessings that we have received in this past week. So I know you've been blessed this week. I know you have been. So I am encouraging you to give us a call and share with us what your greatest blessing was or maybe your most touching blessing or the blessing that you think is going to carry you forward. Uh, What was that this week? 833-288-EWTN. That's 833-288-3986. Additionally, we're available for you out there at EWTN Radio's YouTube channel and Facebook page. I invite you to use the chat feature there to put in your question or comment, insight, inspiration, or word of encouragement so that we can collect it and I can address it. If you're a first-time caller and or a first-time submitter, do let us know. I will ring my welcome bell for you to uh, welcome you for your debut right here on Women of Grace Live. Always like to remind you at the beginning of our program that uh, we've got all kinds of great resources for you at our website, womenofgrace.com, encouraging you to get out there and to take a look. Uh, all kinds of beautiful events coming up, uh, and we've got them up there. You know, they're, they're going along there. Uh, I guess we've got them up there until June. Imagine such a thing. I don't think they're all up there yet, but most of them are. So do get out there and take a look at that and see what's happening on January the 17th, for example, we're going to have a quick start facilitator training for our Women of Grace foundational study. And if you're thinking that maybe you would like to participate in this study, even as a facilitator, (laughs) please do check that out and join us. Of course, it's a free event. Uh, We'll help you get started so that you can lead other women into a beautiful path uh, of discovering the great gift of their authentic femininity and their call and mission at this moment in the history of man. January 25th, I'm in Fort Myers, hoping that you're going to show up for that. We're going to be right there uh, at St. John the 23rd Catholic Church. Faith and Wine of Lee County is hosting this event. Uh, it's an evening women's conference, so to speak. I'm going to be giving a talk on authentic femininity, and I'm hoping that you can join us there. If you're anywhere on the west coast of Florida, I'm encouraging you to just jump in the car and drive on over, be with us, or drive across if you're on the other side of uh, Florida over there on the east coast. You can come across Alligator Alley and not be too far away. Uh, we invite you to join us in Fort Myers on January the 25th. Again, all of the in- Info right there for you at our website, womenofgrace.com. February 3rd, 
Jack and I are going to be jumping on a plane and we're going to be flying to Boca Raton, Florida for a marriage retreat day. Uh, it's going to be held at St. John the Evangelist Catholic Church. It's a Saturday. Hoping you're going to join us for that. We've got a great day planned for you. We really do. It's going to be, I think, very, uh, uh, you know, what do I like to say? Inspirational, informative, instructive. And and I think, you know, it, it's going to be a, a beautiful time, opportunity uh, for an encounter between a husband and a wife. So we want for you to join us there for it. We've uh, uh, got uh, a lot of um, uh, information that we want to share, but more than that, they're just being with you is what we're looking forward to as well. Thriving in marriage in a post-truth culture is the theme for the day. Thriving in marriage in a post-truth culture. If you just want to give your marriage sort of like a shot in the arm, if you just want to uh, you know, begin to enter more deeply into the mystery of the graces that are yours by way of the sacrament of matrimony, if you want to nourish that marital bond, this is a day that will help you to do that. I can assure you of that. So we're looking forward to seeing you there at St. John the Evangelist Catholic Church, February 3rd, for this beautiful marriage retreat day. You can register right at our website. Once again, just get out to womenofgrace.com. February 16th, I'm going to be in State College, PA. Go Penn State. I think it, uh, you know, go State. I'm trying to remember some of the slogans that we had when I was a student there many years ago. (laughs) I still remember the fight song, but I am going to spare you that. (laughs) My rendition Oh, I don't know. All of that being said, I'm going to be at Our Lady of Victory Catholic Church there in State College, PA, located right across the street uh, from the university. Uh, And we are going to be there in the evening on Friday. And what are we going to be doing there Friday evening? We are going to be addressing uh, the members of the parish there. And then on Saturday, February the 17th, uh, it, there we are going to have a Catholic Women's Conference. Uh, the day will begin with the Holy Sacrifice of the Mass. We'll have a light breakfast, uh, and we'll have lunch together, too. I'm going to give you two presentations. Uh, Who is Woman? Our Special Call and Mission in a Challenging World is the first one. The second one, Executing the Mission, Steps for Success, S-U-C. C-C-E-S-S. So I think it's going to be uh, a very special day there at Our Lady of Victory Catholic Church. I'm very eager to get there. I don't think that uh, when I was a student there and would go to Mass at Our Lady of Victory, I don't think that I really ever thought that I would be coming there <laughs> to speak at some point in time. So uh, I just smile at the ways of the Lord. He's so funny. Uh, he's really something else. April 22nd is our Benedict Institute for Women. It's uh, our spring uh, and, and our relaunch. It's our spring offer and our relaunch of the Benedicta Institute for Women. It's a week-long immersive. Uh, we are going to be exploring together through the tutelage of Dr. Donald Wallenfang, uh, the, the question and answer to who is woman, the journey from Eve to Mary. Uh, you, you notice a certain theme there, right? Uh, women of Grace longs to help women enter more deeply into their knowledge of who they are as daughters of the Most High God, the special charisms that are theirs. In addition to that, we want to train women leaders up And through our Benedicta Institute for Women, you can get a certification in Catholic women's leadership. This immersive course uh, is is, uh, a first step in that direction, and we're inviting you to join us there at Our Lady of Florida 
spiritual center that is located on the east coast of Florida in North Palm Beach. Beautiful setting. Uh, It's going to be a beautiful week. We are also going to be joined by Auxiliary Bishop of Pittsburgh, Bishop William Walterscheid. He will be our spiritual advisor through the week. He is going to also be presenting to us uh, a mini-series in our dinner hour. So I'll tell you, you are going to be inspired. You are going to uh, grow in your knowledge of this great gift that is yours by virtue of your gender. Uh, You are going to uh, experience a a dynamic, I think, a real spark of life uh, in your soul regarding who you are and how it is that God wants for you to be his instrument in the world today. Uh, We have a description of the course that's going to be presented right there on our website, all kinds of other information pertinent to uh, joining us uh, for this immersive. Uh, I would hope that you would want to apply it towards a certification in Catholic women's leadership. Uh, All of the information for that too is available at our website underneath our Benedict Institute tab that you'll see at the top of uh, our homepage there in the purple navigational bar. Uh, You can read all about it. We will answer your questions. You can contact us at our ministry, Women of Grace, and that number is 800-558-5452. Coming right back, 833-288-3986 is the number to use to join us today. Stay with us. The Women of Grace phone lines are open. 1-833-288-EWTN. 1-833-288-3986. Well, welcome back, everybody. You are listening to Women of Grace Live. I'm Johnette Williams, happy to be with you today, encouraging you to get out to our website and check out all of the great resources we have available for you there. That's womenofgrace.com. I'm encouraging you also to call in today. All of our phone lines are available for you. Matthew Gubensky is our call screener. He is eager to hear from you. I am eager to hear from you. It is Friday, and on Fridays, we dedicate this day to giving glory and praise to God for all of the blessings that he has given to us and regaled us with in this past week. So call us. What has been your biggest blessing this week? 833-288-EWTN is the way that you can inform us and we can chat with you right on the air. Also available for you out there at EWTN Radio's YouTube channel and Facebook page. Simply put in your question or comment right there and uh, we'll retrieve it and we will get it up on the board and I will be able to address it. As I tell you all the time, I told you before the break, If you're a first-time caller or a first-time submitter, we surely do want to know. I have a welcome bell here. Yes, I do. And I like to ring it. And I ring it for our first-time callers to welcome you for your debut right here on Women of Grace Live. Again, that toll-free number, 833-288-3986, 833-288-EWTN. And do give us a call. So how have you been blessed uh, this week? I'm looking back over my week. I've been blessed in numbers of ways. Uh, you know, and it's a beautiful thing to do to count your blessings. And, and we hear that, you know, and I think that we we kind of like take that phrase and maybe put it in brackets. And uh, oftentimes when phrases become maxims, you know, repeated very frequently, we don't even pay attention to the phraseology or what the words mean or, you know, what is it that is the impetus for the phrase. And why has it cut on? Well, the fact of the matter is throughout sacred scripture, we are told to praise and to thank God, right? As a matter of fact, uh, it is one of the ways in which we worship him 
through praise in thanksgiving, right? Both of those. Praise in and of itself, just because God deserves our praises. He inhabits our praises. He sits on the throne of our praises, scripture tells us. Uh, So praise, very important in and of itself. But praising him in an attitude of thanksgiving and gratitude for all that he has given to us is truly, truly a great, wonderful thing to do because there is a benefit attached to it. Obviously, God deserves it. When he's blessed us, we deserve to say thank you to him. But in saying thank you, our own heart opens wider. Our own heart is dilated. And we have more of an ability uh, to be aware of the presence of God in our daily life. And this is one of the ways in which we fulfill a great command, another great command given to us in sacred scripture, to pray always, to constantly be praying, to pray without ceasing, scripture tells us, pray without ceasing. Well, one of the ways in which we pray is through an awareness of God. When we are aware of him and paying attention to him, we are praying. We are uniting ourselves with him. Thanksgiving for our blessings, uh, that form of prayer that, that is gratitude, that all speaks and redounds to this capacity to be aware of the presence of God in our daily lives. And so on these Fridays, what I do like to do is to use the Friday as an opportunity to do precisely that, but to give public acclamation to God for what he's done in our lives, to, to, to thank him, yes, but to thank him in a very public way. And what does that do? Well, that inspires others to begin looking for the action of God in their daily lives. And through that, means, guess what happens? Guess what happens? You become an evangelist. It's just amazing. This God cannot in any way, shape, or form be outdone in generosity. And so, yes, as we fulfill these commands of God to praise him, uh, to give thanksgiving, uh, to, to pray constantly, as we do that, it all yields a tremendous spiritual benefit for ourselves. So, you know, why deprive? Why deprive yourself of this opportunity? Um, I recently received um, a letter from someone that was highlighting this attitude of gratitude that we should have. And uh, here is one that comes to us from St. Therese of Lisieux. This is a beautiful, beautiful uh, reflection, if you will, on gratitude. And St. Therese of Lisieux, whom so many of us love so dearly, uh, the little flower, she writes this, it is the spirit of gratitude which draws down upon us the overflow of God's grace. Think about that. It is the spirit of gratitude which draws down upon us the overflow of God's grace. So remember, God cannot be outdone in generosity. His blessings are inexhaustible. What happens is when we acknowledge the blessing, we get the overflow of that blessing. God gives us more (laughs) of the very blessing that we've received. Isn't that beautiful? Because it's inexhaustible. All of the actions of God, all of the dispositions of God uh, are inexhaustible. So the 
saint in recognition of that, even in writing and penning these words, what is she doing? She's giving gratitude to God. And what is that doing? It's, it, it, it is, it is, it is uh, a playing forward to her sanctification and her purification. It is the spirit of gratitude which draws down upon us the overflow of God's grace. For no sooner have we thanked him for one blessing than he hastens to send us 10 additional favors in return. Did you hear that? For no sooner have we thanked him for one blessing than he hastens. I love the use of that word, right? He hastens to send us 10 additional favors in return. The saint continues, then when we show our gratitude for these new gifts, he multiplies his benedictions to such a degree that there seems to be a constant stream of divine grace ever coming our way. And then she says, this has been my own personal experience. And she encourages you and me today, try it for yourself and see. Isn't that amazing? She's talking here about that generosity of God. She's talking with us here about how it is that, that, that we thank him for one thing and he hastens to bless us tenfold more. And that when we show gratitude for the tenfold more, he multiplied his benedictions, his blessings to us to such a degree that there seems to be a constant stream of divine grace ever coming our way. But what is implicit in this is the fact that we have to recognize the blessing in the first place. We have to be aware of the presence of God in the first place. So I ask you again, cast that glance over this week. Where did God show up? How did he bless you? In what way has he been yielding an increase as a result of the blessing that he's entrusted to you? How are you seeing this manifold reality of God's never-ending stream of divine grace into your life? And I have to tell you, and, and the saint acknowledges this, and we know this to be the case, that even in the most difficult of moments, even in great sufferings, God is there. And especially in great sufferings, his grace for us is even greater because he knows that we need that blessing so much more in those moments of struggle, of difficulty, of trial, of reversal. Has God visited you this week in that way, in the midst of a great struggle? Has he answered a prayer that you've been praying for some time? Has there been, in your estimation, a clear indication of the transforming reality of his love for you by way of that answered prayer. 833-288-EWTN. That's 833-288-3986. That's the way that you can join us live here on Women of Grace Live, where we do love having that holy conversation with you. Give us a call. Tell us about how it is that God's blessed you. He's blessed me abundantly in this past week. First of all, I, I drove um, nine hours, nine and a half hours to Florida uh, on Wednesday. I arrived safely. 
there was very little traffic. I asked my guardian angel to protect me along the way. My guardian angel did. I got here. I wanted to arrive before the sunset. I got here before the sunset. Uh, God blessed me in that trip. He's blessed me since I've been here. I've been able to uh, spend some time with people that I love very much. I'm going to spend more time with people that I love very much as we make our way through this week. Uh, I am grateful to God for all of the ways in which he has uh, shown me his love uh, for me. Uh, times of prayer, times of prayer, being blessed in the midst of prayer. He's uh, abundantly blessed me in my prayer time this week and every week. Um, even in the times when, when I'm terribly distracted, you know, God never fails to help me to recognize that he is with me. I'll bet you have similar experiences of those that you've experienced this week. How has God's blessing come to you through another person this week? How has he shown up through the actions of someone else this week? Uh, you know, he oftentimes uses uh, us to be his emissaries, to be the communicators of the blessing. Uh, have you, uh, you know, been praying for something for a while and that blessing came to you through somebody else by, by means of that? 833-288-EWTN. That's 833-288-398. Six. We have Michael McCall out there in social media land. He will retrieve your blessings if you leave them there for us in the chat feature at EWTN Radio's YouTube channel and Facebook page. And Matthew Gabensky is waiting to hear from you. Our phone lines are lighting up, still have some lines available. Do call in with your blessing of this week, 833-288-EWTN. I also want to give testimony to the fact that um, we, uh, as, as regional coordinators, and Women of Grace uh, pray for lots of special intentions that come our way uh, from our own uh, members of Women of Grace and from outside. We pray for numbers of different individuals. We've seen God's blessings and answered prayer this week in a number of ways. So we ask God to continue to hear our prayer. Uh, many times these have to do with health matters, but oftentimes they have to do with other things as well. Uh, we are eager, eager for the opportunity to pray for you. And you know I love to pray for you right here uh, on radio. So you can always call in uh, with your prayers. If you've, if you've called in and we've prayed and a prayer has been answered, let us know. Or, you know, if you've been on a prayer chain and a prayer has been answered, let us know. Are you praying for other people? All of these things, you know, uh, are, are just beautiful ways in which we participate <laughs> in this distribution <laughs> of stream of divine grace that God wants to pour down upon others. It's so wonderful. Our God is so good. I'm giving praise and glory to him right now and thanking him for involving me and you and all of us together in this great mission of being purveyors of his love and of his mercy in the world today. <laughs> how have you done that? How have you, how about this? Let's just reverse this a bit. What is the greatest blessing you've received, but how have you participated this week? How have you been a blessing to others this week? We're going to go to Iris calling us from Jasper, Indiana today. First time caller ringing my bell for Iris. Welcome, Iris. We're happy to have you listening to us via Catholic Radio Indy. Oh, hi. Thank you for receiving me, uh, the call. And I'm like really happy to, um, to talk and to tell you that, um, uh, there's a lot of things 
I'm thankful that um, God uh, gave me, you know, a house. Uh, whenever I feel lonely, um, he's been there for me, you know, um, give me signs of, you know, for um, birds that I'm not alone. And that's, well, I don't know, there's a lot of things that he gave me. So I'm just really thankful. Well, I'll tell you, Iris, I am so happy that you are so thankful. And I think it's in these little things. We don't, we, oftentimes we overlook the, the, the blessings that we take for granted. Like you woke up this morning. I woke up this morning. We're breathing. <laughs> you know, he's given us another day of life. And it's a good way, a good practice to begin our day with a morning offering that starts with Thanksgiving. Thank you, Lord, for another day of life. Today I offer to you all of my thoughts, words, deeds, and sufferings through the Immaculate Heart of Mary in union with all of the Masses being celebrated today. May they tend to your greater glory and to my eternal salvation. You know, a beautiful way to start the day in thanking God for the fact that, hey, my eyes opened. You've given me another day to honor you, another day to, to bless you, another day. Uh, to work uh, uh, in conjunction with grace for my purification and sanctification, another day to love my family and my friends, another day to be in service to you. Uh, and and I, that's what I hear you saying, is that there's so many things uh, that you recognize as being the blessings of God and his provision for you, that it would be way too much to begin to uh, itemize, but a general thank you for all of it, Lord, is always a good one, Iris. Thank you so much for sharing with us and reminding us of the little things that we take for granted that are really great, big blessings of the Lord. Thank you so much for your call today. And don't be a stranger. Call us again. Oh, I will. Thank you. Bye-bye now. And let's go to Olga. Olga is in Raleigh, North Carolina, listening to us via the EWTN app. Good morning to you, Olga. Good morning to you, Johnette, and congratulations on your fun trip to Florida for your family. <laughs> yes, thank you very much. I really did enjoy it. Um, you know, it's it's a long trip. I was by myself driving down. So uh, that, that little car becomes an oratory in its own way. And, uh, you know, I'm able to catch up on some phone calls that I haven't been able to make. And, you know, it, uh, it it's always beneficial for me. But thank you, Olga. Thank you. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, you know, it's kind of interesting. As you spoke, I thought about what I'm getting ready to say I'm grateful for is a little bit like what you experienced uh, in a mini way in your nine-hour nine, uh, oratory. <laughs> um, but uh, <laughs> because what I'm getting ready to say is that um, I have been feeling the prompting of the Holy Spirit to just keep telling me to just slow down. Because, you know, when we want to hear the Holy Spirit, we have to slow down, and um, I've been graced to be able to do that. Mm. Uh, I hear the music, so I won't go into a lot of detail, but I'm so thankful what, for that. But I'd like to get some of those details, so will you hold on for us, and we'll come right back Absolutely. to you after that break? Okay, thank you, Olga, and then we're going to get to Joseph, and we want to get to you too, 833-288-EWTN. That's 833-288-3986, right here 
on this Glory to God Day. Looking forward to receiving your phone call. Also, your comments left for us at EWTN Radio's YouTube channel and Facebook page. We're coming right back. Stay with us. Johnette is taking your phone calls. 1-833-288-EWTN. 1-833-288-3986. Well, welcome back, everybody. So happy to be with you today. Hey, it's a Glory to God day, and I'm giving glory to God for you. <laughs> I'm giving glory to God uh, that we have the opportunity to use the airwaves for His glory and also uh, to communicate with each other. So I'm inviting you to give us a call. How has God blessed you this week? 833-288-EWTN. That's 833-288-3986. Six. That is the way that you can join us live here. Matthew Gabensky on the phones out there. We have Rich Jesse producing, and we have Michael McCall in social media land. Get out there to EWTN's, uh, excuse me, EWTN Radio's YouTube channel and Facebook page. You can use the chat feature there and put in your question or comment. Inside inspiration or word of encouragement, Michael will retrieve it and get it up on the board. I'm so used to sending people to EWTNRC.com. So I might as well send you there too today, uh, all kinds of beautiful resources available for you there at Religious Catalog. Olga's with us. She is out there in Raleigh, North Carolina, listening to us via the EWTN app. She called in to say that um, she's praising and thanking God. She's been sensing the prompting of the Holy Spirit to, to, to slow down, and she's been able to do that. And she was just saying to us, as we were going to the break, she was just saying to us that, you know, unless you slow down, you can't really hear the Holy Spirit. So let's get back to Olga and and see what other ways uh, this has benefited her. So welcome back, Olga. So uh, continue to share with us. Well, thank you. And yes, uh, so maybe some of of all the the listeners are familiar with, I would feel myself you know, going on through my day, I, I listen to your show, Johnette. I watch your show. I'm in the book study. I mean, sometimes it's like trying to drink water from a fire hose because it's all so <laughs> wonderful. And um, it, it's it's a lot, though. I felt for me it was a lot, and I kept want you know going. Yes, I know. I want to do this. I, I want to. You know, God help me. I want. I want. I want. I want. But I realize, you know, I have to do my part, and my part is to stop. So that I can. And so really, it's, it's kind of funny because uh, I started feeling like I was coming down with something on Monday. And so I just used it as a little quote unquote excuse to take out some things throughout the week so that I could almost pretend. I never did get quite sick, but I was thinking I'll just pretend like I'm sick so that I can not do some things so that I can do some other things. And so I thanks be to God and his grace is he has helped me to process some things, which I'm still processing, but most of it has to do with the things that you share and that I learned through EWTN and Women of Grace and other books that I probably got through through those sources. So um, there's still a lot, because as you say, and we all know, we never end, but I'm just very thankful for the ability to have been able to just get a few things under my belt so that I could try to move forward in union with God. 
<laughs> yeah. You know, Olga, I'm I'm so happy you're bringing this up because every once in a while, you know, the 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 temptation to be busy about many things, even many good things, is a great one, and it, it doesn't really lessen if you're involved um, in apostolic life, like a public apostolate, like I'm in, just sharing frankly with all of you. The fact of the matter is. There's so much that can be done and there is so much that needs to be done that sometimes we can forget that, hey, I've got to stop and I've got to practice what it is I'm preaching. You know, I've got to stop and I have to allow, uh, you know, not just the good work, but the but the work that's part of that good work. In my case, you know, everything that I do uh, in, in, in my day-to-day activities is oriented towards uh, the faith, towards growing in the faith. Um, so I'm always reading books, and I'm always in the midst of, of, of writing something. I'm always in the midst of that. I'm, so, uh, But I've got to stop and say, just like you're saying, okay, this is great. For example, if you're in the book study, I know you're, you're, you're finishing up Fire Within. I haven't been able to attend uh, the meetings, but I am reading Fire Within plus another book for my own edification. But I've got to remind myself, here's the thing. You know, the idea is not to fly through this book. To complete it, the idea is to pray through this book, you know, so to allow yourself to slow down and to really contemplate that which you are taking in. So one of the things that um, Sue emphasized in the book study had to do with the, uh, you know, with, with practicing uh, the, the, the uh, you know, the, the present moment, to be in the present moment, to be, to, to be looking for God in the present moment. Uh, and of course, that's a great way to, to uh, enter into continual prayer and, and, and at least to stop, you know, to be, to be uh, what's the word that I want to use? Unhurried enough of spirit even though we might be actively engaged in something, to be unhurried in spirit, to be able to absorb what it is that God is presenting to us. So I'm very happy to hear that, uh, you know, and in the book, uh, Fire Within, of course, there's so much uh, that can be used for inspiration as well as for teaching us more about prayer. Um, and the same is true uh, for uh, radio or television, you know, friends, when you hear something on Catholic radio or you you watch something and hear something on Catholic television, on EWTN, you know, if it strikes you, you know, if it hits your soul, you know, then you, you, you want to be sure to pay attention to that and, and to make sure that you allow yourself to chew on it spiritually and to let whatever it is that God wants to do through that word that has struck you uh, to accomplish its end in you by way of you acknowledging it and being present to it. Uh, sometimes it's necessary to to stop. I, you know, even in praying the rosary, I find myself uh, when, in, you know, I'm, I'm praying and if, if the Lord sees fit to um, incite something or, or grace me in some way, you know, just stop and allow that. Give it its time. Pay attention to that. You know, then go back to praying your beads when it passes. And if it and if it holds you there for the entirety of your prayer time, well then may I say that the prayer of the rosary has accomplished its goal. It's brought you into union with God. So we can't be so focused on completion of a project as we are on what God's doing as we're moving towards that completion. So anyway, I thank you, Olga. 
Thank you, and thank God, right in the Blessed Mother. I know. <laughs> this is <laughs> this is one of the things that I love so much about Catholic Radio, uh, EWTN Radio, and, and uh, what it is that we do through Women of Grace, because we really do edify each other, right? This is why I love when y'all call in. Um, you know, I grow from what it is that you say. Uh, you, you've given me something to ponder today, and I just kind of pondered it on the air with all of you. <laughs> God never works for the one. He works for the many. You know, he's so good, honestly. Amen. 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 <laughs> Thanks, Olga, and God bless you now. 833-288-EWTN. That's 833-288-3986. That is the way that you can join us. We had Joseph there for a while, but we've lost him. Call us back, Joseph, because he had a praise report. He wanted to talk about a blessing. I'm eager to hear about it. This is our day to give glory and praise to God, right? It's our day uh, to use these airwaves to proclaim his marvelous deeds, as we're told in Scripture we are called to do. Uh, you can do it by calling in 833 EWTN, or you can do it uh, via social media out there at EWTN Radio's YouTube channel and Facebook page. Uh, So uh, out there on YouTube, Dave writes this, God showed his love for me Tuesday while my power was out. Now, isn't that beautiful? Some people might be bawling their fist and railing at God because the power goes out. But what does Dave say? God showed his love for me Tuesday while my power was out. God used that occasion to show Dave his love. He continues, after two and a half hours of carrying buckets of water out from my sump pump at the end of my ability to do it any further, the power came back on. Dave, (laughs) I love you. (laughs) This is just so wonderful. This is really, really wonderful. So there you are. You're in the midst of a contentious situation, and yet none the less you see the blessing of God just when you reach the end of your strength. He's there. There is a great lesson in that. There is a great lesson in that for you, Dave, and for all of us as well, right? For all of us as well. God meets our need. He will not try us beyond our capacity to endure. Uh, It says in, I think it's in 2 Corinthians chapter 10. I could look it up. Uh, There is a beautiful passage there that uh, talks about when God sends us a trial. Let me see if I can flip open these scriptures really fast and and get to that. I think it is 2 Corinthians. We're going to take a guess on 2 Corinthians. I get Corinthians mixed up. Maybe you do too. I really don't know. But uh, let me just see. Uh, let's see. Uh, we are not supposed to, since people are, okay. Um, um, maybe it is one Corinthians. Let me see if it's one Corinthians chapter 10. But the point here is it says that God, uh, you know, when God sends us a test, he is going to give us a way out. Uh, he's going to give us a way out. Here it is. It is. It's one Corinthians 10 friends, not two, one Corinthians 10. And, um, let me just read this to you. And then we're going to go to Ruth and Dennis. Uh, this is, uh, Brothers, I want you to remember this. This is beginning at verse one. Our fathers were all under the cloud and all passed through the sea. By the cloud and the sea, all of them were baptized into Moses. All ate the same spiritual food. All drank the same spiritual drink. They drank from the spiritual rock that was following them. And the rock was Christ. Yet we know that God was not pleased uh, with most of them, for they were struck down in the desert. So they were failing to see the mercy of God. Isn't that interesting? And that makes God sad. He's not happy with it. 
Then at verse six, these things happened as an example to keep them from wicked desires such as theirs. He says to us, uh, Paul is writing this to the Corinthians, but to us too, do not become idolaters as some of them did. And then he goes on and says, scripture says that people sat down to eat and drink and arose to take their pleasure. He says, let us not indulge in lewdness as some of them did, so that in one day, 23,000 perished. Then he says this, um, uh, let us not test the Lord as some of them did, only to be destroyed by snakes, nor are you to grumble as some of them did to be killed by the destroying angel. Dave did not grumble. He saw the blessing of God. The things that happened to them serve as an example. They have been written as a warning to us upon whom the end of the ages has come. He goes on. Here we go. Verse 12. For all these reasons, let anyone thinks who let anyone who thinks he is standing upright watch out lest he fall. Now here's the <clears throat> two verses I really wanted to get to for you. It says this, actually it's one verse. Verse 13, 1 Corinthians 10, 13. When you're in the midst of a trial, go to 1 Corinthians 10, 13 and read that particular verse. It is a reminder of a great truth. Paul writes, no test, no test has been sent you that does not come to all men. Besides, God keeps his promise. He will not let you be tested beyond your strength. Along with the test, he will give you a way out of it so that you may be able to endure it. Isn't that beautiful? He'll give you a way out of it. And frankly, uh, let me just say this, Dave, when I was reading what you uh, left for us there uh, at YouTube, uh, that's what I was thinking. And you, you stayed it there. At the end of my ability to do it any further, the power came back on. God sustained you. And when the, the test would be too much for you, the test was taken away. Friends, this is a great lesson for us to remember, especially when we're in the midst of trial. The grace that we need is there. The grace that we need is there. Now, we've got something here also that Rich is directing me towards. He is our producer, as I mentioned. 2 Corinthians 9, 11 through 13 says something similar, says he. So let me get to, uh, to chapter 9 in 2 Corinthians. I'm kind of there, but I'm not at 9 yet. Here we go. Turn this page, Johnette. And here we are at verse 11. And it says this. It says, in every way, your liberality is enriched through us. It results in thanks offered to God. He says, the administering of this public benefit not only supplies the needs of the members of the church, but also overflows in much gratitude to God. Because of your praiseworthy service, they are glorifying God for your obedient faith in the gospel of Christ and for your generosity in sharing with them and with all. And I would say that to all of you calling in today, giving glory to God. Uh, just notice what it says there, you know, uh, God's going to give you an overflow 
That's what St. Therese was talking about, an overflow when you give glory and praise to God. And guess what? He's giving you this opportunity to do exactly that because he wants to give you the overflow. It's amazing. We sit here together and we watch this, <laughs> this great operation of heaven coming upon us, and I thank and praise him for it. Uh, let's go to Ruth. Ruth is up there, and she is listening via YouTube. She is with us in Pennsylvania. Hey, Ruth, how are you today? I am good. All praise to our God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's the way I woke up this morning, Jeanette. That's the way I woke up this morning, and it felt so good. I was being tried and tested this week, and... Um, there, see the doubt coming in and, and, you know, persevered And this morning I broke through and, um, I have to thank all my sacred sisters, including you, including Olga, my good sacred sister, Olga, that you were talking to before. And, um, there was a evening at Grace last night on the Carmel. Um, Carmelites, and it was one, actually, Father Matthias, you remember yes. him? Yes, Father yeah, Matthias so, of, of the Immaculate Heart of Mary. Yeah. <laughs> Wonderful Carmelite so, priest. Yeah, and he said things that were, like, on my heart, and put them together, and I wore my scapula last night, and I didn't get any dreams, any, any, any pimp, Nothing came. They couldn't talk. He said that um, that woman, she, the, there was a woman at work, and they couldn't attack her or something because of the scapula. And I said, let me wear it to bed. I usually take it off before, you know, bed. And and it worked. And I came through, and I was uh, listening to another Carmelite thing on the history of Carmelites last night. And I just woke up and... I was just, all I wanted to do is sing, he has chosen me. <laughs> <laughs> chosen me. I know so that song. Great. <laughs> yes. And, Ruth, um, it... go, ahead. go ahead. Finish up. Go ahead. Oh, and my rosary. You were talking about the rosary. That's, he was talking about that also. And he said, um, you know, how you can stop and reflect. And I've been, that's what God's been doing with me. And this morning I, I, 2 Corinthians 11, chapter 11 oh, no was mine. <laughs> so, so anyway, funny. I just, I, I just, you know, it was like how it was the same, same people, right? The same church that he was talking to and he was just scolding them. <laughs> so, well, you know, I, and I just want to share with you a little bit about um, what you were saying there. One, we want to wear our scapular all of the time, right? Because, you know, of the promises that our Blessed Mother gives us. But, you know, there's a deeper meaning to that. And I can't remember if Father um, uh, Matthias and I got into this aspect of it, but I know that when I did a Journeys with Jesus on the scapular sometime back on television, which, by the way, you can access all of these television programs at our website, womenofgrace.com. Uh, just, you know, go to TV and in the search uh, feature there, just put in like Father Matthias and his shows will come up for you or put in Journeys with Jesus and you can scroll for the one on the scapular. But when we put that, that scapular on, what we're really saying is that we want to be 
uh, we we are putting on the virtues of our Blessed Lady. And uh, so what I've been doing on Journeys with Jesus lately, Ruth, is I've been taking the 10 principal virtues of our mother outlined by St. Louis de Montfort and getting into each one of them. And I've tied that into uh, the wearing of, of the scapular. So w- w- we're really making a statement. We're clothing ourselves in our lady's garb, uh, but not just the garb, the exterior garb, which that that scapular also represents, but the interior garb of our lady, the way in which her soul is dressed, and it's dressed with virtue. And so uh, we've been exploring those virtues. And again, all of that's out there at EWTN's, uh, excuse me, at womenofgrace.com. We've got it for you there. But do join us on Fridays. It, it is a Journeys with Jesus um, segment every week. Um, and, you know, I think that you'll grow from it. Uh, I, I think that uh, it's been very beneficial for me to do these teachings. So, uh, G. Rose, thank you so very, very much. And when you talk about sacred sisterhood, uh, what Ruth is referring to, friends, is, um, you know, our, our Women of Grace uh, work. Uh, all of the offerings that we have there, the the, the foundational study, and uh, all of the various retreats that we have, it really forms a, a beautiful bond, uh, you know, uh, and, and I didn't coin that term. Our ladies coined this term many, many years ago, sacred sisterhood. We've been around now for 20 years. Lots of women have come through the study. Many of them have gone on to to uh, to be facilitators for the study. We have uh, other women who have taken on a greater leadership role uh, as regional coordinators. Uh, so just wonderful things. Uh, and we want for you to join us. We do. Uh, you know, this isn't something, when I say join us, I don't mean join us like you have to sign up and become a member in that way. No, but we want you to, we want you to become part of this flow, this movement of grace that's happening in the world today through this apostolic work. So thanks so very, very much, Ruth. I want to get to Dennis and uh, we're getting close to the end of the show here. Here. He is in New York listening to us via Sirius XM Station 130. So tell us, De- De- Dennis, tell us. All right, Jeanette, thank you. Jeanette, I really need you and all your prayer warriors to help out in this situation. This past weekend at a church function, I took my granddaughters and I met friends of mine, old friends. And they had a new little boy with them. He was seven, eight years old. His name is Dylan. Okay. Uh, but the father told me it's a very sad story. His father's in prison for a long time. His mother has a baby with a new boyfriend, and they're moving down to North Carolina. But the new boyfriend does not want to bring Dylan with them. Oh. So Dylan is being raised by his 80-year-old grandmother, who has arthritic problems, and he's seven years old. Oh, golly. Uh, Jeanette, you're so wonderful with your prayer life and everything. And I know this is about God's blessings, but I need God's blessings on Dylan because I haven't slept properly since Sunday, knowing Mm -hmm. this situation. I was in law enforcement. I did substance abuse counseling. This poor kid is going to grow up when he's 12 or 13 years old, realizing his mother gave him up. He has a half-brother he never met. And uh, he's susceptible. Yeah, he's susceptible to anyone who wants to make a victim of him. Uh, We're going to have to leave it there. But I want all of you to pray for Dylan, seven years old. And Dennis, I want to assure you, he is in my prayers. Um, I don't have time to pray on the air right now. But I want you to know, I will be praying for Dylan. I will be praying that God opens up a way for this child. And I want you all to be praying for him as well. Uh, We take this to heart. 
Uh, thank you so very, very much, uh, Dennis, for giving us the privilege of praying for Dylan. And let's take that seriously, friends. It's been a great day today. Thank you. Let's continue to give praise and glory to God. Bye-bye now.